Brett, you're you're sure that the Rockefeller Christmas tree is awesome. on top of Rockefeller. I just don't yeah, think you should awesome be an elevator. No, that's not. No, that's top of the rock. It's a restaurant. It's like a really expensive restaurant. And it? they put a giant the tree room? there. No. Yeah. No, and no, no, no. they put a giant tree up there. But there was, we saw we the giant tree. Giant tree there's, right? Yeah, there's a bigger tree that you can't see on the top of Thirty Rock. What is wrong with you guys? Just trust me. Okay, I don't, I don't like elevators. I it's, just don't like long elevator just, rides. Yeah, but this is, I, I just don't. How do they even get it that high? Shh, like, shh, shh, shh. Just say yes to life. Let's do this. All right. And Ben is the most contrarian person we know, and he is on board for this. No, no, no. Yeah, he's not even. He didn't even wear a coat. Wait, this is outdoors. It's on the roof of Thirty Rock, and it's a giant tree, and we're gonna see it. Let's get in this elevator and do this. Uh, all right, fine. All right, guys, the elevator's here. Let's just. Okay. This is terrifying. It took two minutes for the elevator to get here. How tall is this? It's a tall building. It's a really tall building. Really. Oh, 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 oh. oh, son of a. Hello, and welcome to We're Not at the Tree Yet podcast. We're trapped on an elevator, and I think that since I just happened to also have my laptop and microphone... This was planned. No! This was planned. This was planned. You don't carry it, guys! This is planned, because we told you there was no reason to do an end-of-the-year episode. Yeah. Also, also, we never hang out together, and suddenly you want us to hang out and see exactly. this Exactly. Bert's right. So you could have just I said, lied. "Let's hang out." You guys, Let's... I can't believe you guys believe there was a tree on the roof of Thirty Rock. We didn't. We... So there isn't a tree. <laughs> no, no, but I did have them cut down power to this elevator at exactly twelve oh three. So we are now get to hang out and talk about the best of the year of our podcast. Okay. All right, let's let's do that, and then we're going to talk about why you contacted an electrical company to cut yeah. power to an elevator. I want to talk about why they did it. That's what I want to talk yeah. about. No. Yeah. Uh, this is Matt. <clears throat> Hello again. Nicole's here. Hi, guys. Nicole. <laughs> uh, Nicole is with us today and also joining us on the podcast for the first time, our producer, Mr. Ben Rahib. Hello. Anyway, we've had we've been going since March, right? March was like the first one? Uh, well, you and I started recording okay. in January. Again. Well, November last year was when yeah, we did our yeah, first yeah. episode. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. November seventh, twenty eleven. Ooh. Yes. And then, uh, and then I had nasal surgery. Oh. Oh boy. Hope. Okay. I did notice your nose got a lot better looking. But no, it wasn't right cosmetic. After. It was. Uh, I. It turned out that uh, mm-hmm. I had a deviated septum, and one of my nostrils has been ninety-five percent closed for most of my life. Wait, didn't you? Both, didn't you have? Yeah, that? I'm getting that in a month. That's happening to me in a month. Do comic books cause deviated septums? Well, if we're using us as a control group or whatever, then 100% yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Prolonged exposure to comic books fucks up your nasal passages. Um, Yeah, so episode two is a month later, December 6th. Okay. And then... Episode three was in... And then three, which is when we started going week to week, was my birthday, March 5th. March 5th. Yeah. So we've had nine solid months. We're on, this is episode 46? I believe this is episode 46. Yes, 46. We are, we we have decided that uh, we're going to look back on the previous nine months of show and talk about what we feel like worked, what didn't work, what was fun, what we enjoyed, and just basically uh, talk about comics in general as well, what we've been reading, what we've really loved, and... uh, 
whether or not comics are successful. Oh, whoa. That's a bigger thing. That's huge. Com- we're going to decide the fate of comic books. Yeah, yeah. We're going to decide the as, fate of comic books. As a medium, they have succeeded to please their oh, mothers. What? <laughs> What's your criteria for success? I don't know. Maybe we should have let Ben do more podcasts. <laughs> what? What? He's, what? You're our biggest fan. Uh, I've listened to them all. That's yeah. true. What have you... Okay. Let's let's start. Let's let's turn the spotlight yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what has been your favorite episode? Oh, I was hope I'm really bad at favorites. And also, I don't, I don't know. Like, I also sort of don't listen to it as a no. I mean, I listen to them half to like half of them. I'm listening to to like pick out a title, and also it's like late, and I need to get it online before the morning, <laughs> and like, uh, so well across the year, across the year, what do you think is has has gone well with the show? Uh, no, like, a lot of it's good. The, the discussions are good. I'm honestly, like, blanking now. I'm looking at the episode titles, and I'm blanking. As someone who doesn't even read comic books, uh, we've still managed to keep you entertained. Yes, no, absolutely. That's what we want. Absolutely. Uh, I listen, I listen, I feel like I listen to a lot of podcasts that are, like, discussing, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are discussing, like, media or, like, well, video games or movies and things like that where I don't necessarily know the material that well. Uh, and then what makes it good is when like i mean the point is if you're having like a really like a thoughtful discussion about it like you can follow it even if you don't know the material um and so that's always been like yeah you guys are like actually having a thoughtful discussion about it so we got thoughts yeah you guys you guys think copyright my thoughts facebook that was the thing oh i i took me a second um it took me Ah. a second because i didn't i I totally forgot about that we're running out of oxygen in this elevator it's true um so what uh, favorite episodes from other people? Nicole, mm-hmm. spotlight. Wait, what does favorite episodes from other people mean? No, uh, from other people besides Ben. To oh, say. oh, <laughs> oh, they've oh, liked. Oh. He's letting oh, me. Oh, I thought you were trying to ask me to verify whether or not I listened to episodes that you're not in. That I wasn't in. And we we have been we have been. It was maybe August when you texted me. Our shows open up with music? Yep. Question mark? Yep, yep, yep. yep I was like, yep, oh. Yep, yep. Nicole has not listened yep. to an episode of our yeah. podcast. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? I'm either there for it, or I'm forgetting that it happens, because I'm not there. <laughs> um, uh, the Kelly Sudeconic one obviously stands out. Oh, man, that was so much but fun. But also for being emotionally exhausting. Uh, I've never been... that. Yeah, that was. I was a wreck, that whole podcast. Also, you are terrified of meeting... Uh, people that you're interested in as a celebrity. Yes. Because I've been next to you both when yep. Amber with Amber Benson at Who Midtown is, Comics where you... But in my defense, in addition to the fact that she is talented and cool, she she's also stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Like, I was breathtaking. Yeah? She was breathtaking. And I was <laughs> breathtaking. You were breathtaking. She, she took yes. in your breath. She took in my breath. She, yeah. she is the Liam Neeson yes. of a yes, particular yes, set of yes. skills. Yeah. And they are taking yeah. breaths. And who else? Oh, Colin, Colin Malloy. Malloy. I also didn't want to meet him. Where you didn't even, like... Did you, you waited in line with me and yes. then just walked away when yes. we got up there. Yes. Which yes. was good because it gave me a something to say to Colin yes. Malloy face-to-face. Yes. Because nothing I could have said yes. would have not been creepy. Yes. I've never encountered a person I admire and wanted to speak to them. That is factually accurate. So via Skype, fine. No. <laughs> no, that's why doing the podcast was so terrible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. does this make any sense? Somebody put a comment on that one. Uh, uh, Matthew says, 
I always pronounced her name with a Y sound, like in Jägermeister, because she's German. Where? Ooh, like on the Kelly Sue DeConnick episode. DeConnick? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, probably. DeConnick? DeConnick? Is that... She says DeConnick. Is that the she? I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's someone else there. But I don't know, though. Nicole? Nicole. Yeah, look. <laughs> I have... I always also, somebody left a comment on an episode. Yeah. How wonderful like is that? Yeah, we should keep track of that. Yeah. There's a lot of places where you can get in touch with us. Um, Matt, what episode did you like? <clears throat> there's no J in this. What's happening right now? <laughs> Matthew, what's wrong? Also, I love Matthew's Facebook picture. What is that? It's, oh, uh, it's, yeah. It's Captain Picard. Face palming. Face okay. Palming. We're cool with you, Matthew. Um, yeah, so I think that's probably my favorite episode. That was but also, episode. doing the Courtney Cromer one was really yeah. fun for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Because you picked it. Yeah. It was, it was a good story, though, and then, too. It is a good story. And then we got as much validation as I'm comfortable getting from somebody I admire, which was just Ted Nathan. Oh, yeah. Reblogging. Or oh, yeah. Retweeting he, it. Yeah. Tweet it. You re- did that he retweet it? Almost killed me. Also, almost <laughs> killed me. Yeah. Yeah. Did he retweet it or did he, com- did he compose a tweet linking to us? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, oh, yeah, I think he composed a tweet. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. That makes me feel good. That was, yeah, that was basically the English major part of me who's always just tried to connect with people I like through talking about their work. Yep. Like <laughs> hoping Joss Whedon will find my Buffy blog. Um, <clears throat> that was like, it, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, Twitter's kind of turned everyone into Beetlejuice. Yeah, say my just, name. Just, I'm coming. Say, yeah, oh. you, you can summon people by saying their name. Favorite episode, Matt? Um, my favorite episode, <laughs> uh, I love the Kelly Sue DeConnick episode. That was a lot of fun, and, uh, just, not only because Planetary is, like, mm-hmm. one of my mm-hmm. all-time favorites, but, uh... It was, it, she seemed to genuinely have a good time uh, uh, yeah. discussing, and that's that's what I hope that people get out of the show when they come on, is, like, even our friends, I know yeah. a lot of people have ap- apprehension about coming in, because we've heard it from several guests that they didn't even know how to read a comic book right. coming into it, um, but I, I, I want them to have a good time mm-hmm. hanging out and talking about it, you know, and that yeah. seemed to be the case there, uh... I loved uh, I loved our chat with Ryan Stegman too. I thought yeah. we had a really good time with him. And it's also similar with when we have the big name people on that we're asking you about things that aren't your book. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You, you do like because I feel like most combo creators, most people, most people who get interviewed are only being interviewed to promote the thing that they're there to talk about. Right. Um, so to have Ryan Stegman talk about something other than Fantastic Four or Spider Man, yeah, I'm sure that feels really great. And it's like, I don't have to worry about, like, revealing spoilers for things. I don't have to worry about, like, I have to say the right thing so the book sells. Like, yeah. I'm just going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I thought we had some, the, uh, the Jubin episode as well with X-Force Volume 2, 1 through 6. Yeah. Breath uh, comic book. Yeah. yeah. That is my favorite episode. I will, I mean, to segue. Uh, holy crap. That, that was the one where we broke the mold of our, we're only going to read comics we love. Uh, this was Matt and Brett Love to hate X Force Volume Two One Through Six. Uh, hey, I tried to I tried to defend it. I tried to defend it as best I could, but no. there there was a lot of there's a lot of craziness. No, uh, if we want to get a little sample of the craziness, uh, you can listen to this. 
excerpt from... You brought clips? Yeah, I brought clips. You brought clips onto the elevator? <laughs> well, they're on my laptop. I didn't... It's not like I'm... Apparently, this is also set in the past. No, I thought it was set in the I future. Like I the did, future. too, but I read the Wikipedia page, and it said that this is ancient Egypt, Okay, apparently. so now that, now okay, that no, makes more I, sense. I read a different Wikipedia page that said it was in the future. God, because... I looked up, up Denarda yes, to find out who she was, and she's from, like, Space Earth or something. Oh. And those helixes, those time travelers, like later on this issue, when they, they, they don't they come back in time because he tell, cable tells Domino yeah. that yeah, yeah. They, they come from the future. They're from the future. And there's also other dimensions. But this, in this. is a future, but it's slightly less future than the helix people. Maybe this was in the past, and then there's also a future cable where all the domino fighting happened. And she's from another dimension, so that's I right. think oh, that she's not even she's from an alternate timeline, not another dimension. What? The- right, right, right. Well, right. <laughs> That is a good little uh, dosage of what that episode is like. I, yeah. I remember truly nothing about X Force. I remember, like, as we were listening to that, I was like, that's not me. I, I, never, read, I never read this. <clears throat> it's the worst comic book ever made. Um, oh, I, I it's, it's, it's a rough one. I feel like it's not the worst, though, right? Uh, well, maybe one of our goals for 2013 is to read something that's worse than that. You've never... Maybe our goal should be to try to out-worse every worst episode that we've done. I think I can I think I can think of two comics that are probably worse than that. What? Uh, the the Doom comic that came out in the 90s oh. for oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. video game Doom. Is that uh, the one where it's a first-person shooter and there's like gargoyles or yeah, goblins? Like I think I played that like a lot. No, well, oh, it wow. takes, it's on Mars. It takes place on Mars because somehow the army accidentally opened a portal to hell. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But that, definitely the, played that. The notable yeah. thing about and then, like, Doom... the people you kill become chunks of meat that you can take with you. Oh, gross. Yeah. Is that true? They, they do explode into chunks of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. definitely played Doom. Every game, every video game, everything oh, you kill right. turns into things you can pick up. No, no, but wait. There was a comic book based on Doom? Yeah, was, it was well, it was a one-shot. Because because I remember, I remember like interviews at the time when John Conrad was talking about like that game where they were like, vehemently they're like there is no backstory like we are just trying to make something where people shoot each other like this is not about narrative oh that's so strange because they they did like it was they shoot more the narrative it it was produced by id as well you know yeah yeah uh and then the other one i would say is uh uh the ultimate warrior the wwf wrestler Mm -mm. uh wrote his own comic book about himself (laughs) for a while and there's a christmas Special what? where uh, he kidnaps Santa Claus and ties him up in bondage gear, and you have definitely talked about. And this he before. wrote that yeah. about he wrote that himself. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't do that to Santa. Don't do that to Santa. <laughs> um, do we have any uh, favorite moments within our career as a podcast? I, I would say I really loved the uh, gung honess of the Avengers event of going to see the movie at midnight, recording a podcast at 3 a.m. and then getting that up ASAP. Oh that my was, god. That was a fun stunt. I got a, I got in a cab, I came back to my apartment, and I started editing it, and I finished editing it at, I think it was, I think I went to bed at uh, 5.45 that morning. Oh man. Had to be up an hour and a half later to oof, go to work. Oof. Uh, but it was worth it. It was worth it. I loved, I loved that experience. Uh, yeah. That movie, I've never had a greater Cooler cinematic ex- like going yeah. to the movies experience. Wow! Than that. Yeah, that, that was, was that was easily the so best movie fun. experience I've ever had in my life. Wow! And like mo- even like removing the movie from the equation, just the experience was the best movie going experience I've ever had. Yeah, I think the only thing that would even rival it is like 
the first time I saw Phantom Menace, but no, like nowhere wow. close. Well, like, no, yeah, I, probably yeah, the first half. So the, the amazing thing about the Avengers movie, right, was that you had year, literally years of buildup. Yeah. And then the payoff actually met up to that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Phantom Menace, it was, like, the same feeling going in. Well, and I loved, I in ninth grade, I loved Phantom Menace. Like, I was totally on board for that. But, like, uh, but deep down you knew this wasn't quite right. Well, deep down I just wanted anything Star Wars. <laughs> and I got some more Star Wars. Um, but even, that, like... That'll teach you to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but even, like, the Avengers movie was, like, everyone in that audience was fucking pumped and, like, loved it and was cheering and laughing and standing and crying and freaking out. I don't know if they were crying. I almost was. Who stood up in a movie Matt, theater? Matt stood I, up in a movie theater. Uh, when, uh... Spoiler when the, alerts, but you should have seen Avengers. Go. Um, the post, the post credit sequence when they showed Thanos, I stood oh, up okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah. literally screamed yeah, out loud. Yeah, yeah. I lost, that's, I completely totally lost my legit. mind. Yeah. That's totally legit. I yeah. remember during the, the last battle, the big, like, half-hour battle in New York, I, it might have been where the Hulk ran through the office building, jumped onto the Leviathan's mouth, and just dragged it to the ground. I remember screaming, How did you make this movie? <laughs> How does this exist? Oh, I'm so sorry I missed this. No, but the thing is, is every single per every other person in the theater, like, I was sitting between Taylor Moore and Curtis Rutherford, who, Taylor isn't, but, like, Curtis is one of the most subdued, yeah. Yeah. calm, yeah, yeah. and even he was like, Jesus! Yeah. He was, like, <laughs> flinching, and, like, uh... He yelled, I, I can now remember, like, it was, it was fun, like, sitting next to people who were having as visceral, loud reactions as That's I was. That's great. That is awesome. That is why it was, like, so, and then to immediately leave the theater, and probably within ten minutes of us leaving the theater, start recording a podcast, I liked, like, just bottling that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. There was actually a review that called that out in particular. Yes. Oh. That said what? Actually, this, so, I, I sort of have mixed feelings about this reviewer's, this is Clara Romanoff's. Uh, iTunes review. The Black Widow's niece. Uh, I guess, well, she doesn't actually, she doesn't name drop in the review. Uh, that's <laughs> her user ID. But, uh, yeah, but she says, okay, well, so, she says, if you only had to listen to one podcast to be pulled into M and B's and occasional guest Nicole, yes. whose, yeah. new, whose yes. newish reader's opinion is a real gem. Yeah. Nice! Yes, that's all I want. And <laughs> parenthetical, universe, I would suggest listening to the Avengers movie review episode, a spontaneous, fresh out of the theater review with numerous guests who don't make the podcast any more confusing. I love passionate people gushing about what makes them passionate, and after seeing that, they also had recorded, oh, and after seeing that they had also recorded podcasts with one of my favorites, Kelly Sue DeConnick, I was sold. Okay, I may have already been sold after a long discussion about Black Widow's arc in the movie, but we all have our bias, right? Okay, so I guess she is the niece. Uh, <laughs> My aunt! I spent the whole day after surgery listening to these guys, and it is immediate mood lifter. As a non-American college girl who doesn't often get to talk about comics to anyone in real life, I couldn't have asked for a better treat. Oh, wow. That was absolutely worth it. Yeah, yeah, Ben. What's... You over and then under sold that review, which I, I think is just the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Also, I was can any I say I really appreciate the validation that she identified me as new-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something we can. Uh, what have What have we all learned about um, comics this year? Which we can, like Nicole going from the first 
think the first episode that we did back in a year for a year ago was jumping into like buying comics weekly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we talked about Anita Blake Vampire Hunter. What was the we name? We did. Of it? Yeah, I picked up Anita Blake Vampire Hunter, um, and dropped it immediately um, <laughs> because that was an adaptation, which I realized. Um, I think the only thing I stayed with from that first week was Wolverine and the X Men and Wonder Woman, which I guess if you had to think about it, that's yeah. probably what you would have predicted. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll set up so I'm not lying on the floor of this elevator anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did I learn? I don't know that I learned anything. I Wait, you brought a pillow. Switch. I did bring a pillow. I always bring a pillow. You bring a pillow with you everywhere. Yeah. I just I get bored and fall asleep a lot. Oh. Like I fell asleep. Don't, yeah, at don't shame. Brett's Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. no sleep shaming. Yeah, no, no sleep shaming. No sleep shaming. No, but that means she expected to get bored with us and fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but she has that with everyone though. Yeah, everyone, so. everyone. She's ready to get bored. At a moment's at any notice. Time. <laughs> um yeah, I think I, I actually in that first year I did make the switch to digital. Yeah. I'm downloading digitally now. But that's just because like there is not that much room in my apartment. Yes. <laughs> Which uh, is definitely a true thing for, for New Yorkers. For paper. For or paper. Just for extra bits yeah. of paper. Well, for yeah. exponential growth of paper. That's, I know. That's I, what I, it is. Yeah, that's... It's like, it is so stupid that I only realized this. Because as I was, like, buying, I was like, oh, look at this. It's so pretty. Like, the con- the collection is growing. Like, this is cool. And then yeah. I was like, oh, it's just going to keep getting yeah. more. And it's weird that you didn't... When did... You didn't make that leap between my apartment no, and, like, what no. yours was, like, slowly turning into. Said, yours took, like, decades. Well, it has. And then by but... the time I passed the first shelf, I was like, yeah. I can't do this. No, but, but walk, walking I... into your apartment, Brett, it's like, wow. Like, that's... That's far away. That's yeah. point B, but that's far yes. away. Yes. And then you spend... And then you, you put a little bit of time, and then you're like, I am... I'm gonna get to point B a lot faster yeah. than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you walk into Brett's apartment and you're like, that'll never happen to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a cautionary and then tale. You, and then yes. you see it. My yes. comic book shelves are also the first thing you see when you walk into my apartment. Because mm-hmm. they're right on that wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've also read a lot of um, things for the podcast. Yes. Like, a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Force Volume 2, The Worst Thing Ever. Also, New Mutants from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Some more 80s X-Men. Uh, Severed. Mm-hmm. So you got to read some horror comics. <laughs> Severed was rough for you. Severed was really rough for me. Yeah. Severed was the conversation at Panera where I was like, guys, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a, little, that's a little behind the scenes for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, really we sat down before me. we recorded that that night and you yeah. were... I was uh, not in good shape. No. Yeah. I mean, I might have picked that just because I wanted to see how you'd react to it. Right. So there was also a certain amount of exploitation <laughs> that had made the entire process wow, less so, like, pleasurable. There was a metal level of torture porn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we discussed it, and I found out the ending of it and cried on air. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Yeah. But it, um, that was a good. But it was real. It was yeah. a real moment. Oh I yeah, it was, yeah. I thought. Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I feel it bad was that a great you went ending. through it, but I thought it was, it was a, a great ending. A, yeah. A really cool moment. Yeah, I feel like I learned this year, going into it, I was really worried that, I feel like I was very uh, uh, cognizant of not doing just Marvel and DC, and also mm-hmm. not just doing X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I, I learned that it's actually super easy to to do both those things, to not do either of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Because looking back, we've only done, I think, one DC superhero book, and that's JLA, which we just did like three episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, everything else... But like, is, that, is that your Marvel bias, though? Well, may- I mean, maybe it definitely might be, but even we, but we've still done like multiple from IDW, Oni mm-hmm. Press, Image, mm-hmm. uh, like we've covered a pretty wide gamut, uh, and even X Men, we've only done uh, 
three like Generation X, X Force, New Mutants. Have we only done three X Men books? Yeah. Huh. See. Yeah, that's crazy for like for me. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. <laughs> so so as you uh, you know we've been we we talk a lot uh, during the day on IM and stuff about comics and uh, your your sort of readership is expanding outside of the X universe. I think more so this year than than in years past. Well, I mean, 2010 was when I when I foolishly was like, I'm going to read 2010 comics in the year 2010. Oh, that's that's right. right. How far did you get? Uh, well, I got to think 1600. Okay. Uh, but that was when I was like, well, because of just the nature of that. Like, I read all of Sandman that year. I started, I finished oh, I didn't Planetary. I all of Sandman. Yeah. Okay. Um, I started Preacher, I started Fables. Mm-hmm. I reread all of Walking Dead. Like, I, I jumped out there more for that. Um, and I'm still doing it now. Uh, we can listen to a clip from our Goon episode. With Benjamin Apple. I love The Goons so much. And it was it really fun game still, to read that. That book is still so strange and hilarious and heartbreaking. Nip. Take take a listen to this Probably. side conversation that we had with Benjamin. I'm Casey Kasem. It wasn't like uh, disrespectful of the people that are working for him. He was just trying to get his dirty him. grind on. So yeah. when you look at like so when you look is at the stuff that's his going dirty on, grind now, on what are you talking he about? He was what? What are you talking the about? The guy was wanting to get his dirty grind You're talking on. about the guy who locked the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the, the factory the owner. I don't care who you're talking about. I don't what? know what you're talking about. Getting a dirty grind on. What are you talking Nicole, about? Getting... Don't feign ignorance. Everybody knows what a dirty grind is. Everyone yeah. straight dirty grinds. You've dirty grinded. I've never. It's dirty, dirty ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> dirty ground. <laughs> it's a type of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a venti soy dirty grind? <laughs> yeah, in a French press. And blackout. Blackout. Next yeah. Issue. Next issue. <laughs> so, in the in heavy dirty ground at all this no, year? No, I still don't know what it is. I think it's just you know, dirty sex, basically, right? Like, like dirty. It might be over. Uh, like unprotected. It might be overclothes because I feel like you would grind overclothes. So have you learned anything from listening to all from from mainlining? From slowly mainlining. You can't mainline slowly, can you? I, I don't know. From listening. I don't, I'm not a drug user, so I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know, Brett. Anything piqued your interest? Uh, I, a lot of this sounds interesting. My, my problem is, in general, it's like there's just so much stuff. As you like, clutch your forehead. Yes. There's <laughs> so much. There's so much. No, just in terms of like, like, I have like long lists of like movies and TV shows oh, yeah. and, and books like word books and mm-hmm. things like that that oh, I like and it's like here's more things to add to that and so part of and also I never actually realized it but like uh, when Drew uh, I think it was Drew Johnson that uh, when he came on and mentioned like the whole thing about like being self-conscious about how to navigate across a page oh yeah like I do my brain is I guess wired in a similar way where it's like that is like I'm I'm aware of that enough when I'm reading that it is like kind of more work and then I'm like yeah. oh, oh this is difficult I'd rather watch like I read I uh, I've never read Watchmen but I watched the animated um, the motion, motion comic, comic which was wonderful <laughs> and like I don't know and I feel like it's sort of uh, um, what's the word I don't know it's a sort of like I don't know if that's like uh, blasphemy to be like no this, this weird adaptation thing but like oh no. I, you guys aren't going to judge me. You're wonderful people. Yeah, but I, I but I think that that's a fair thing to say because, you know, 
the storytelling storytelling is definitely a bil- an ability you have to have there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists that are great pinup artists there's a lot of people yeah. that are really great mm-hmm. uh cover artists they can hit one image but when you have to go when you have to go image to image and you mm-hmm. have to lead you have to you know hold the reader's hand through a story that's when it gets tougher it's like you know the difference between being a good stand up and being a good, say, sketch writer or, or sitting down to write... a joke? Uh, uh, yeah, because you can, you can tell one joke and you hit it and it's really funny. Yeah. But if there's no through line... Right. You know, you also have to learn how to create a through line. And artistically, there are... I read a book, I, I read a book recently that I, that, I, that I liked a lot. And, uh, uh, but my one qualm with it... And I won't say who because, I, you know, I just don't want to... Shit on people, but like bad vibes. Uh, yeah, but but as I was reading it, I was uh, I was disappointed in the the sort of uh, page layout and the storytelling because there were definitely points like the way the panels were arranged on the page that it's not always clear how you're supposed to. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. And, and I'm someone who's been reading comics for right. You know, twenty eight years oh, now. Wow. Yeah, I started when I was like four. Three, oh wow! Three or four, yeah. I got some Muppet Babies comics when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And I... Have we talked about understanding comics at all? And have you guys read that? I oh saw yeah, that I need to. I saw no, that. yeah, that? it's a great book. Oh wait, what? Really? Wait, is that yeah. the Bob McCloud book? Or? Yeah, 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 Scott McCloud. Scott, Scott McCloud. No. Yeah, Bob McCloud. McCloud? Bob McCloud is the guy who co-created the New Mutants. Yes. So I was no. not off. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't just replacing first names you didn't remember with Bob. No. Yeah. Um, no, he wasn't doing that at all, Derek. <laughs> Bob ben. and Bob. Ben, Ben, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there was another moment, uh, speaking of the New Mutants, uh, that was a really fun moment where I still think maybe now is the time to discuss what we didn't discuss on this episode. Okay. Let's take it away. I don't remember. In issue 19, we have a weird Star Jammers cameo. And in issue, I think, 20 or 21, Magneto shows up out yes. of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, it's, and, and those are all tracking the Warlock subplot as yes. he yes. Like, travels to Earth. Because uh, he like passes the star jammers. Mm-hmm. Yes. No explanation who those are. She's like, here's nope. a whole bunch of random aliens. By the way, it. was so happy to see Chode, yeah. which is What's my that? favorite. Why is yeah. that a thing? There was a part, yeah, there was a point that was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about how that's a word that we use. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a character. He's a big uh, like lizard alien. He's yeah. one of the star jammers, and his name's Chode. In my it? head, when I was a kid, I used to pronounce it. Chod yeah, is it or Chod? <laughs> no, it's Chode. It, was it like on the animated series? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah he's been called spelled? out several times. C H apostrophe O D. Yeah, Chode. <laughs> that's that's intentional. Yeah, I love it. Also, uh, that is uh, binary is yeah. on the Star Jammers at the time. Who is Ms. Marvel? Okay, and is, uh, um, just as a non like comics person, just the word Star Jammer is like hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And also, oh yeah. Showed like I I actually only recently found out what that means like yeah. like a month ago yeah. yeah like I thought it was a, I thought it was a similar similar thing but I was slightly wrong in, like, is what okay because I've heard it's either a oh a no penis. I don't know that we need to really this is like a standard rule I think yeah. I, I think we'll that's like off camera so is it a penis that is... Don't do this. Or not? I, think, I think everyone should know. I didn't remember that conversation. And, <laughs> I, and I would say half a second before past Nicole goes, oh, I don't think we should. From this elevator, I went, oh, let's not. Forget it. Forgetting that I had 
I've done that in the past as well. Like, it's so ingrained in me to be like, let's not have this conversation mm, on it, record. <laughs> let's is it not do only that. Only about what chodes are? No, it's just, there's so much stuff that you shouldn't, you should talk, you should only, you shouldn't force people to have to listen to. <laughs> there should be trigger warnings about anything uncomfortable. <laughs> ever. 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 Uh. So we should really give spoiler and trigger warnings at the top of every episode, just yeah. in case. And trigger, cause, no, trigger means something else. I would just yeah. say, like... Yeah, guys, trigger is kind of a loaded term. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey Um, is there any... But, I mean, I was trying to think. I posed this question to all my captives, friends. Mm-hmm. Friends. Um, I don't know if there are any similarities between Ethan we've read. Oh, yes, Aside from, are. Okay. What are, what are some thematic Ooh. similarities? The vast, I mean, the vast majority of what we read is about young people dealing with okay. responsibility and power. Like, Got, the vast majority. Okay, see, I just didn't want to apply any thought to anything. Yeah. So I was yeah. just way putting it... Yeah, Severed did. Yep. Uh, X-Force 19 through 25 did. Yep, Quantum and Woody, did. New Qua- Mutants, oh, wow, Generation yeah. X. Yeah, you guys, come on. Um, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that... Planetary is about responsibility. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say... We also read all four Spider-Man origins. Yep, yep. <laughs> I would I would say deeply ingrained, and I, I attribute this more to you than anyone else. Me? Yeah, uh, is with great power comes great responsibility. Why? Why is that? Why is that attributed to me? Because come on, Brett, Brett, Brett doesn't really get responsibility. How do I not and get responsibility? Spider-Man guy. Okay. I, uh, I I didn't even realize that theme going through everything until you mentioned it right now, but it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Now I want to find. But the isn't outlier. that what everything is about? Yeah. It also might be that's what everything is. about. Well, in between everything, right? Isn't that what? Courtney like of... Crumrin is also about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either like a lot of like comic. I don't know. Uh, I know these aren't all superhero stories, but like that is sort of a yeah, like a hero right versus something right element uh, right. right. We three, Lock and Key, Richard Starks, Parker, the Hunter. Do those have any type of responsibility? Um, in them? Lock and Key, maybe? I don't know. Well, uh... No, because I guess We Three was, was a journey... You know, that's a that's a journey home story. Yeah. It's Homeward Bound with a lot more violence and eye gouging. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Uh... Parker... Well, Parker is about responsibility, I think. In a way, Revenge. right? Yeah, well, I mean, the responsibility of... They're <laughs> the same thing, right? Revenge and responsibility? See, this is why I said... <laughs> this is why I said two minutes ago and then immediately felt bad when I said Brett doesn't really understand responsibility, and you proved it. <laughs> and then you proved it. <laughs> I'm a I'm thirst for responsibility. I, you know, but that's, that is sort of a common theme in well, my life, I think. It comes yeah. up a lot. Here's, uh, a, yeah. here's a question. Is it just that we're picking a lot of hero books? Well, I think even... Do stories at their core need a hero, though? So is it even... do Are all comic books a hero book, in a right. way? Like, are most protagonists, in order to be the protagonist, probably have to do... Most of the time, have to do something heroic. Right. Maybe not action fighting, but, like, stomping out... Uh, like, getting courage, stomping out doubt, uh, believing in themselves. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that's not that. Uh, where the hero, where the lead of a movie or a book or a TV show is not a, a hero, uh, in some way. Because like, does a does a protagonist have to do heroic things in order to be sympathetic and enjoyable and relatable to as a character? So therefore, you probably couldn't have a lead of a movie where they didn't do anything. Somewhat, this is definitely there's definitely 
examples to the contrary of this. I'm thinking right now. Well, I mean, Parker alone was a guy who was motivated by selfish intent. Yeah. I mean, he was a selfish character in general. But does that but does that make his journey not a hero's journey? Right. I don't know. I didn't read that. Yeah. Things and thoughts. Stuff. We're really Things cracking open end. all of fiction here. Right. <laughs> right. I enjoy that we haven't we haven't just stuck to superhero books. I was concerned just because of our own reading bias. You and I read a lot more superhero books than anything else, and, yeah. and in general, I mean the genre of comics. People tend to immediately associate with right. superhero books. Yeah, so, yeah. And we've and we've branched out. I'm really happy about the stuff that we've read. It's also given me an excuse to read a lot of things. That yeah. I've wanted to read, uh, and Kevin Hines was has pointed out to me before that I apparently very often will <laughs> say like, "Oh, that's on my list, and I really yeah. want to read it soon." <laughs> I've heard it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I also listening to episodes uh, do this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, While other like people are talking, oh, uh-huh. you say it uh-huh. on the podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see, you don't listen to yourself much, that's so great. you don't. Although we did note. Like two episodes in to start marking where Nicole had her first like when you first had your oh, first that's like right. political no like a uh, like stance yeah or issue with something uh, based on yeah but grounds. Yeah. I love that you I do love that, that though because it's, guys it's such an exhausting cross to bear I can't even tell you <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is it's a perspective that I I consider myself a feminist. Sure. Uh, because I, I I care about women's rights and 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 I love women, and I I. That's what feminism is, right? You're just like loving those bras. This is like, right. the start of a very bad like political apology. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be fair, there's yeah. no way to say that without sounding that way. No, yeah. I, I I think that I, I think that equality for women is is something that I like to try to help the cause of any chance I can and and. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to dig myself a hole here at all. But your perspective—you really, really had it when you were just like, "I'm a feminist." Okay. Well, I thought that I had to explain, nope. over-explain it. Nope. Uh, but <laughs> you have a you have a point of view, it, it, just on the basis of being a woman, that I that 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 your perspective is unique to it, and I I, I love hearing. You went to an all women college. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wellesley. Yes. Are people allowed to know that? Do I just... No, that, I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's fine. <laughs> and what was that Wait, experience Are people like? allowed to know that Wellesley is all female? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Nicole is one of them. Yeah. I uh, do want to play something that is actually messed up from college, which is a clip from our Courtney, Courtney Crumrin episode, uh, where our guest... Carrie McGuire. Oh, McGuire. right. Speaking of messed up college Speaking experiences. Speaking of messed up college experiences. Oh, that's great. Check out this. The, the other thing that happened at NYU that, that uh, cast a pall over the entire time that I was there was one of my friends uh, came home. She was living in a dorm on Broom Street. She came home uh, in the evening, and there were cops all throughout her apartment, and her roommate had had a baby. <gasps> it had died. Ooh. Had put it in a duffel bag and had left it on her dresser for three weeks. Who goes? What? Yeah. Whoa! Had, whoa! Had she not been home for three weeks? No, everybody had been there, but like nobody knew what was going on. So it was like 
I think it had started to smell, and there had been what like fruit flies, fuck? and nobody knew what was happening. Did nope, she know nope, she nope, was pregnant? Nope, was nope, it one of those nope, like I nope, didn't know I was nope. pregnant things? Nope, nope, nope. Did <laughs> no one know she was? No one pregnant? knew. Like I saw the girl, I didn't know she was pregnant. God. She was just like a bigger, structured girl. She was like tall, and she was on the basketball team, and a little bit heavy. You couldn't tell that she was pregnant. <laughs> so oh, weird, man. So, but none of us went through that. No. <laughs> No, no. That uh, is easily. I, I think. I think that is the most intense story I've ever been casually told. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, Carrie just delivered it so offhandedly. Like right. usually, when this you hear a story right. that intense, like right. people are like, "Sit down, dim the lights, right? <laughs> Light Flashlight a candle." Under, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was definitely not a college experience for me. Nope. Yeah. Um, are there any? Of all the things that we've read this year, are there any that you've, that you, any of us have wanted to continue reading post uh, the episode where we discussed about it? Or like, because I, I haven't just because I read so much stuff, but I know I definitely want to keep reading Lock and Key and Quantum and Woody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of those, and all the Parker stuff, I want to keep reading all that. Parker immediately springs to mind for me. Yeah. But we've like read so much, and I want to, like, are you going to keep trying to try track down Generation X? Are you at all interested in where those kids are going, even after I've told you how awful it gets? I almost want to read it because of that. I feel like every time we finish something, I feel like, oh, I'm going to keep reading this. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been anything where I was like, okay, we're done. What is the what is the barrier um, to... What keeps you from continuing to read it, though? Like, is it like... Tra- is being, like, being a newer-ish reader... Right, 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 right. Like, what... Like, trying to... How do you track down these issues? Like... Because I feel like that is the thing that comic books, you're, they're hard to find. They are hard to find. Yeah, I would say money and access are yeah. the two things that stop it. And I would still say I, this might be sacrilege. I prefer to read things in trades. Yeah. I don't think that's sacrilege. It might have yeah. been like 10 years ago. Right. I feel like I almost would say that controversy is over. The, like when, the, when, the, when Marvel and DC started collecting every six issues in trades mm-hmm. in like the early aughts, mm-hmm. uh, that there was a lot of controversy over that. Right. Like, that was going to kill comic books because everyone's going to start waiting so no one's going to buy the single issues right. and then there won't be anything right. to collect. There's always a panic of that some is, sort. That yeah. is such a short... Look, like, Dickens' it's, novels came out right, in right. chapters right. and people, like, people would wait for the mm-hmm. book to be finished before they read Tale of Two Cities. Other people were waiting on the docks right. yeah. for the shipment to come in and would, like... Would would beg would beg the cargo guys to rip the crates open there so that they could immediately read that that happened with the final chapter of Tale of Two Cities. Wow, right. really? Yeah, because yeah. people were trying to do that when Harry Potter came out, right? Yeah, it was like comparable. Yeah, the first time, and that's like, oh, oh yeah, novels are gonna kill. I they were waiting that long for like what, like t- twenty pages or something, or. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this something. is off topic, but, but I mean, you even look at like like to me. To me, I, you know, I understand the complaints about a Brian Bendis book. Yeah. Um, like, it, it, you know, there, you know, you can you can pick anything out of anybody's, you know, like like Brett, you you don't you're you don't care for Grant Morrison the way that some people oh, have cool. the ardent fervor for yeah. him, you know. But but like for me, reading a Bendis book, mm-hmm. issue to issue, is an unsatisfying experience when I sit down and read a trade or a full story of his once it's done I can right. see you see the game that he's that he was playing across right. that story and yeah. and it's 
really rewarding. It's a much more rewarding experience than reading it chapter to chapter. For most yeah. of his stuff. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, especially the Death of Spider-Man arc, mm-hmm. which I want to read sometime for the show, yeah. was... There was... Ju- I was terrified from issue to yeah. issue through that, and I cried like a baby at the end of that story. The payoff there was... W- w- felt rewarding, but... Right. For the most part, a lot of his, like, and I'm just using his as as hism as like an immediate example in my brain of someone who like, yeah, like, wait for wait for that story to be done before you read it. So, so this sounds a lot like people waiting for like a TV season to come out on DVD and watching it all yeah. in one go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like yeah, it maps a little bit in terms of like I people. Well, actually, well, and, and, and there are people that like with um, with the finite series, like with like White Last Man, with series like that, that you know are going to go sixty issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Like some people comparable, like I'm going to wait until Lost is done to watch all of it. Well, which, so I did that uh, with Lost, right? Yeah. Like I didn't, uh, I didn't watch it, and then like when they announced the last season was coming, I was like, all right, this sounds. Oh, it's only going to be this many. This sounds like accessible. I could get it. So like over a summer, mm-hmm. I watched it, and like watching it all, like one right after the other, in like chunks like that, like. I don't get a lot of the people's complaints about stuff not making sense. Yeah. Because, like, instead of, like, having a week between right. episodes to sort of, like, forget certain things, I was watching, I was like, oh, no, like, a lot of this does line up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like, it, it, like I think it's, it, Lost is probably actually a lot better in that in that way. Yeah, because I do think, uh, like, even, like, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men got a lot, a lot of flack when it was coming out towards mm-hmm. the second, third, and fourth arcs just because there were a lot of delays. Um, and it's, it's weird because... Those those reviews of those issues at the time were definitely influenced by the fact that it's been four months and this issue came, comes out and this is all we get. Uh, so the the way it was received at the time is not uh, comparable to how it will be remembered historically. Because like after the issues are out and they're collected, like that's the form they're in forever. Right. Like someone's never going to have to wait three months in between is- reading right. issues three and four. Yeah. When Joss Whedon sat down to uh, write Astonishing X-Men, he was terrified because he'd never written a comic book script before. And someone who can make something that great sits down at a blank page and is still freaking out about what he's going to create. Uh, to me, that's very heartening. I really want Kelly Sue DeConnick to write like about writing, to write yeah. nonfiction stuff about because the way she talks about it is so great. Yeah, with so much self awareness, but not never, um, never in a martyring way or never in a taking yourself too serious way it's just self-awareness yeah, yeah. with a little I, bit of sense of humor I really Not love with a lot of sense of humor yeah like oh, yeah. here in hmm? no just the title she said some kind of cosmic coffee shop was the title of that episode yeah she, she used it yeah 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 no that was that was a fun one to listen to just for that stuff too yeah she's so great. her uh, appearance on the Kieran, on Kieran Gillen's podcast um, Decompressed I, I like that podcast in particular. I've really enjoyed listening to. I listen. I, I enjoy listening to writers talk about the craft that goes into the issues that they write. Yeah, especially like panel by panel. Um, because I like. Because I, I feel like now that I've done sketch for three years, I can easily pick apart a sketch. Uh, and yeah. I feel like I'm learning how to do that with comic books. Like I'm learning right. how from like the author being like, I was doing this for this reason. Like panel counts on a page. Mm-hmm. Like things like that. It's really interesting to see them break it down and to read a comic book with all that in mind. Does anybody follow Matt Fraction's Tumblr? Yeah. Uh, did you see the question that he got recently about writing women of color and what I forget which comic book it was? Oh, it's um, it fantastic. Well, it's coming because um, Fantastic yeah. Four and also uh, yes. FF doesn't have any women of color, right? And, he, yeah. and just his response to the question was like so. It was the best response 
I can imagine a person of privilege giving to answer that question honestly. Yeah. Like, acknowledged his anger and his resentment for the question. Also acknowledged his culpability. Like, basically went through the entire process and was like, okay, all I can say is try harder, be better. Like, yeah. so good. Yeah. So and he, good. And he also even, like, pointed out that there's people, uh, like, in some cases with fandom, people just automatically assume the worst. Like, yeah. when he took over writing Iron Fist, everyone was blaming him for breaking up Danny Rand and Misty Knight, which she wasn't going to do and didn't right, do. Right, but everyone right. just assumed he would. Like, right. he would make... In... So it's like coming from that direction, like, you can see why... He wrote that, and it's like, I understand why he would get mad at that question, because right. he already deals with people right. just being, like, ruthless. And I think it's also always hard whenever your privilege is pointed out to you, and you realize that you have been operating with a little bit of blindness. Like, yeah, yeah. the initial response is always to be defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's the best people and the best writers and the best creators who can have that initial response, cop to that initial response, and then really listen to what they're being asked. The one thing that I'm really excited about uh, with this show in the last year is... Um, it's sort of the impetus for the show itself that like we talked about how often the idea of new readers to comics yeah. mm-hmm. comes up and everyone just talks about it like that's this theoretical thing and, and you and I have sort of sat down and said, no, let's let's do that. And I'm, I'm not to pat myself on the back or, or make us sound like we're some type of agents <clears throat> of social change, but yeah. I'm I am proud on a small level that we've that we've gotten people to check books out and that we've I think we've done a, a good job of picking out stuff that syncs up to the person yeah that is mm-hmm. reading it because that's that's the other thing too like you know when you have a friend that says oh I like movies you don't just say like oh well then here is a movie that like you don't just pick a random movie. You <laughs> think about like and throw it at them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you've watched movies before. Here, then Birth of a Nation. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you you think about what that person likes, you know. And I think that I, I think that we have done a good job of showing people that comics are a storytelling medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that there's there there are a lot of different kinds. Um, I was uh, uh, excited. I was excited to introduce you guys to the goon. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and like I was really excited, like when we sat down with Stegman and, and read the uh, Death, Ray. Death Ray. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people. Here's a guy that a lot of people immediately associate with superhero comics because yeah. he really that that's that's his that's his thing. That's his thing, and yeah. he's he's a an amazing he's an amazing artist, and and we got to sit down and see this uh, this sort of other side of what he's into because he's a big. He's also like a, a, a big Indian, yeah. Indian uh, 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 comedy geek, mm-hmm. you know. Indie and comedy yeah, geek. yeah, not oh! not Indian comedy. Imagine <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, no, 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 Indie and no, that's because I, it's my Pittsburgh because I just cram all my words. I assumed you was a South Asian comedy geek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, that sounds really interesting. South Asian yeah. things a comedy. Thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want. I want to play one last clip from our episode with Hallie Kiefer. Uh, which I find very delightful. Uh, and then come back with our resolutions for 2013. Ooh, Wait, the clip. Okay. You find the clip delightful? I can't find the clip Hallie delightful. Did. Hallie's delightful. The episode's delightful. Okay. Jersey like Shore. Hallie was, Hallie was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, do, you write recaps of the Jersey Shore mm-hmm. for Rolling Stone. Yes. I kind of feel like, I mean, is Grey Hulk would probably fit right in. Grey Hulk, I would Shore. say, yeah, I feel like, I almost feel like the Grey Hulk is like, 
the situation. Yeah. If I yeah. Compare them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then Green Hulk would be Ronnie, just because oh, yeah. he's constantly. Well, he gets drunk and then he doesn't filled, make any sense. He's constantly filled with a rage, and you've seen him multiple times physically destroy belongings, usually yes, belonging yes. to his girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. without any rhyme or reason, without any logical explanation. Wow, well, okay, who else do... Does I mean okay? Does Marlo map onto a jersey? Is Marlo oh, she's J-Wow for J-Wow. sure. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Oh, that's she's a great super call. hot, and she wears no clothing. Yeah, yeah. And she's and, not. She's she seems nice. Not that quick. Like she would have yeah. dated that guy. She thought he had a skin condition when he is like a seven foot tall gray monster. And his hair yeah. is perched on the top of his head like a, like yeah. a spider. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was hard finding a clip from Hallie's episode because the whole episode is just. Delightful. Yeah. Um, Hulk, Matt's jam. Uh, I loved I the two characters. I was talking to Brett about this recently. Like my two favorite, uh, like all time comic mm-hmm. book characters are Spider Man and then probably the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And they're two characters that are completely lonely all the time <laughs> yeah. by nature of their mm-hmm. of their character and is also part of uh, is very appealing to me. Uh, I, I, I don't want to dig too far into what no, that means uh, about me. Do, are there any comic characters you've gr- had grown an affinity to over the year, Nicole? Oh, uh, this is not something I, I like. This. No, you got to give me time. Well, the, is there? Are there any that uh, that you I, picked up on, Brett, that you weren't aware of? Well, I re- like rereading uh, Generation X one through four. I I feel like I don't get attachments to singular characters. I definitely have favorite characters. I get attachments to, I think, groupings and teams. And I really think it's because as a kid, I had no friends. And I didn't socialize at all until I was in, like, ninth grade. So I feel like I really gravitated towards these things. Like, Friends was my favorite show. <laughs> like, I really just wanted to see It was in people. the title of the show. Yeah, it was, exactly. <laughs> Friends, I want that. I watched that. Good. Uh, so, like, reading Generation X again, even though those, those kids don't really get along, I liked seeing all of them interacting with each other, honestly. Uh, and it's the same thing. I love... That's why I love the Nisiaza Capullo era of X-Force, because it really does seem like, oh, these older teenagers are all just, like, left on their own trying to figure out life. Um, That's why I love the Paul Smith era X-Men. Like, I love... My favorite things, the things I relate to, are the friendships between characters. Uh, Did you come up with an answer to call? No, not yet. Back to yours. He already did. He did Hulk and Spider-Man. Well... Oh, that's right. You started it. Well, I think... um... In terms of, like, uh, characters that have grown on me because of the show itself. Yeah, that would probably be interesting to do on a show about the show. <laughs> yeah. Producer! <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can answer that question quite, but the thing I ended up being surprised by how fondly I look back on, um, and the thing I will probably go back to, is Quantum and Woody. Awesome! That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, man, you have yeah. no Digital. idea how exciting yeah, well, that is to me. That's right. It's not comic nostalgia, yeah, movies, just right? like in yeah. like last month. I literally, I was nervous I know going you into that. I know you were. I was like, I... What, what well, draws you to want to go back to it? Is it uh, the fact that, like, in Quantum and Woody, those issues we dealt, they dealt with, they deal with race, <laughs> which is something that no comics do. Right. And it's such a, a unique yeah. thing. And identity in a way that feels yeah. present and not just um, obligatory. Yeah. And it's also not... It's not metaphor. It's not masked by anything. No, yeah. Um, and it's I feel like a lot of times what you'll get in comics is these really smart conversations, but they're still a little bit masked because it's in metaphor. Oh, yeah. Like, all of X-Men. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think that's what ends up being the coolest thing about Quantum and Woody, is that it's, yeah. it's real and it's just right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that was also a case, and this happened a lot of times, where I would have a gut reaction to something when I first read it, and then we would talk about it and it would make me see it differently. Yep. And I feel like that happened with Quantum and Woody, for sure. That's good. And I think it also happened with the goon. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was an issue-laden 
episode. Yeah, we, for sure. we talked about. Did we talk about unions? Which I, and, and we talked burlesque. about burlesque. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, so for 2013, uh, let's go around the room with a resolution that we have. Who wants to start, me or Ben? What are the parameters for the resolution? Just about the podcast, Correct. not about your oh. life. Oh, okay. It's about the podcast. Mine is I want to curse less. Because <laughs> I noticed I give us the explicit tag, I'm pretty sure. Well, we, we choose whether to put that tag yes, on. Yes, but I feel like I'm the one that would necessitate it most. I curse a lot. Maybe. From editing the episodes, I noticed there, there's no need for that. Let's, let's have some maturity. Let's save those for when it really matters, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, I did not curse until I was a senior in high school. And it was because my girlfriend uh, broke up with my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 That's so... What is the funniest thing about that? What is the funniest thing? <laughs> I guess it's funny to me because it's like you broke up with your adolescent girlfriend. And then you were like, well, I guess I curse now because, like, this experience is going to be. And then, especially when you look back and you're like, hey, Brett, I bet you weren't that into it. No, I wasn't. It was terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, resolution, Matt? My resolution for the podcast is to, when I speak, actually contribute something to the conversation. I feel like a lot of times I wind up just talking to hear myself talk. I don't know. That's what it sounds like when I go back and listen to it. Um, what else would it, would you talk for? feel like I could do a better job of, uh, like, focusing on our mission statement of, you know, uh, bringing new readers into comics and sort of... Uh, uh, shaping the conversations during the shows in that direction as they uh, as they happen. I mean, obviously, like, I love the spontaneity of the show, but sometimes I feel like uh, uh, because Brett and I can easily geek out over uh, really specific comic book stuff that I don't want to... I don't want to wind up isolating people. Mm-hmm. So, like, not to uh, kick the feet out under that, right? But it's like, I don't... I don't as someone who hasn't read a lot of stuff, right? Like, that's not alienating... Like, it could be, right? Yeah. If you're, like, doing a lot of in-jokes. But, like, you're not... Like, when you have a guest... I mean, maybe that's the trick, right? Because you have a guest present, right? You guys are nice people and you're mindful of them. So, like, even when you do get excited about the stuff, like, you're 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 checking in with them and explaining what needs to be explained enough that, like, it yeah. makes sense and they're sharing in it. So, like, it's not... What you've been doing has not been alienating. Um, well, then yeah. maybe my resolution is stay out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. can we unpack the, the, when you say you don't feel like you're contributing? Because I, it's, But what, I, I think that's exactly what it is. It's Matt judging himself too hard. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> that I mean, that seems mean, to be a recurring yeah. theme in my life. Yeah. But is there something specific? Like, can you think of a specific thing where you've, like, listened to it and you've What's felt you failed to What's the moment you feel do? the worst about? Well, the moment that I feel the worst that about. That was a joke question. Oh, okay. No. But you were like, you were like, finally! Yeah, you people are asking know. me what I want you to have, talk about. I have, I have several notes in my head. Note here. Uh, no, but I mean, like, can you map this? Up that you said that in very general terms. Is there something kind of more specific about how you might do that? Um, also, also, this is a good strategy for making your resolutions doable. How to how to actually a- action actionize? Yeah, but no, but like, well, specifically, if you don't feel like, like you feel like I don't know, like just give me some specifics. Maybe I just get very self conscious about when we are sort of geeking out and I'll watch a guest that is in sort of get quiet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while yeah. we're like mm-hmm. talking about the specifics of a story and I I get very I'm like that in general though like I like I like hosting and I like being someone who makes sure that everyone at a party's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you ever notice I bounce around a lot of parties like mm-hmm. a yeah. like a goddamn pinball but 
Maybe that's also because I have the attention span of a flea. But that's like uh, a necessary, like everyone sort of has roles at a party. That's a necessary part of a party. I like making sure that I'm people are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I, I try to be very conscious of that. And I want to I continue to be conscious of that and make sure that, that people don't feel like, uh, man, yeah, I went over to, I was worried about talking about comics. And then I went over and I felt like I was trapped in a room <laughs> right, for an hour right, and a half right, right, with right, two right, people right. who were just citing specifics right. from waiting, a spreadsheet. Waiting to say something funny. Just this episode yeah. where we're trapped in an elevator. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it. It's so funny that you bounce around at parties. I literally went to, I went to Brett's party two yeah. nights ago. And as soon as we were done opening presents, fell asleep on the couch yeah. and just waited until I was awake enough to go home. And that, and that to me was like great party behavior. <laughs> That's good though. No, that means you're relaxed and you're having a good time. And you Again, trust all of us. Another yeah. important party function. The person who's passed out on the couch. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Usually yeah. from drinking too much, not no, from just. I no, like a glass and a half of red doesn't wine. Doesn't have to and be. Yeah. Like I am done. What's your resolution? Uh, I want to engage more more with the world of comic books in present tense because I don't feel like to bring the perspective I have, I also need to be reading in a vacuum. Um, so I want to be more aware of the conversation that's going on. So reading my columns. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's long, Brett. What? Maybe if you recorded the co- column as a podcast Jeez. with music at the beginning. My column isn't that long. Maybe like you listen to listen to other podcasts then. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> That's not reading. I would read my column out loud every week and mail it to you. Is there? Will is you it, do that? I would. I will absolutely. I will absolutely <laughs> listen. Should we have that would be like a like a B side podcast? <laughs> yeah. To do? yeah, yeah. That would be great. Is there is there another comic book podcast that would be like a, anyone would want to recommend? Or uh, I listen to iFanboy every week. I fanboy's great. I would highly recommend um, decompressed Kieran Gillen's oh, yeah. podcast because it's it's sort of it's a it's a how the bread gets made oh, interesting. podcast, but That's it's perfect. he talks they to writers. They go and to an issue and talk to the writer or artist about specifically mm-hmm. that issue and like why did you make why did you put this many panels on a page? Why right, did you? Right. That's um, great. They've had a whole bunch of really good episodes, like Kelly Sue kind of about Captain Marvel number one and mm-hmm. Rick Remender about Uncanny Oof. Avengers number one. Oof. Um, was it decompressed? Yeah. Yes. That sounds Wolverine, really uh, they yeah. done an issue Jason with the X Men, the mm-hmm. the Warbird origin issue, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, yeah, it's a really great podcast. Well, that is not on our listeners also downloaded uh, section well, iTunes, is? so we got oh. we got to. What are our listeners to? also downloading? Comic bastards. Okay. Oh gosh, that sounds Paper like the opposite cake. of ours. <laughs> um, ben and Josh's near mint comic show. Cool. Whoa! Wait, hold on. Are they making fun of us? Ben and Josh is Brett and Matt. Well, if we listen, if we listen to it, and one guy is delivering sassy opinions, and the other one is just loudly guffawing and saying "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah" over and over again, then we're good. They're definitely making fun Uh, of us. Comic book showdown and Cammy's comic corner. I don't listen to any of these. I wonder if they're updated regularly. You know, I'm. I'm, I, I keep thinking back to like my favorite like books from this year too, and I feel bad that like some of the my favorite stuff that I've read this year we haven't covered on the show yet. No, we're oh, really? Read, we're what was your favorite stuff you read Hawkeye. this year? We're reading Hawkeye at some point. Which yeah. you hear is amazing. It's, um, it, it is literally, it's reading yeah, a comic book that is going to yeah. be my favorite. I'm going wow. to, I'm going to strap you to a table until you finish Journey into Mystery. What because, is Journey into Mystery? Uh, the story about, we're talking about Kieran Gillen right now. Right. Uh, uh, it's all about Loki being reincarnated oh, as okay, a teenager. Cool. And it is amazing. Okay. It's great. It's cool. so good. And it's funny. Cool. And it's uh, it, it's it hits all the right notes that a story. Awesome. If you want, because I'm getting engaged in comic book fandom, Journey right. into Mystery is a fandom. 
Okay, like, great. they take over Tom Blair. Yeah. yeah, people love that Loki guy. Yeah. I love, I loved Daredevil this year. Saga was amazing. Um, I just, I went back and read Sleeper, uh, and I just finished it last night, and that ended, it's, it's, the entire series is heartbreaking, and it's awesome, and I don't know if you'd like it that much, um, because it's very, it's very noir crime. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, like we were talking about with James Bond, there's definitely, like, the inherent misogyny in there, and it's a mature reader's book, so there's a lot of drawn breasts and sex and, and, and stuff like that, but it's, uh, it was, it was so, I loved it, I loved it to death, um, yeah, those were, I realized also, like, a lot of the stuff that I read this year that I really loved didn't necessarily come out this year, because I'm starting to read more, I'm actually starting to read more in a vacuum. Yeah. Uh, just by just by virtue of how busy my life gets. Yeah. Um, and and it's hard too to balance. I think between um, I, think I was talking to Hal Phillips about this uh, that that because he's someone who's re-entering comics uh, as as a as a regular reader, and he was saying like following a book month to month, it's like comic books create their own news cycle. Within uh, within the internet news community, mm-hmm. um, it's it's something that creates its own news, and there's sort of this. Uh, you have to sometimes you have to choose whether or not you want to watch the news or wait to read something, uh, and I feel like there's still this sort of balance that's happening within the community, the, the the comics reading community, mm-hmm. uh, where like. If you want to read about something in real time, that's fine, but you also have to be cognizant of the fact that people will be discussing the stories as they're happening. So if you're not caught up to it, you there's there's a certain amount of personal responsibility that you shouldn't be lashing out that much about other people discussing the real-time events of a comic story um, because you haven't caught up to them and you've chosen to not catch up to them. Mm. I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah. No, like time, like, so time shifting, right, is now, is yeah. like, sort of, now that we have, like, uh, now that, you know, TV isn't, like, something that's just on when it's on, it's like, you know, it's these things that are parceled out, and, like, yeah, in general, right, like, spoilers has been, like, a big national problem, lately <laughs> because the internet has, like, <laughs> we're now no longer all in sync. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think... Hell's right, right? Like it's like you just have to acknowledge, like, yeah, that's the like we're all off on our own schedules in a way now, and you can't be mad at other people because they're not on yours. Yeah. What's your resolution? Uh, podcast related. So I, I think so. I, I actually made a list here. Uh, so in terms of the web, there's a whole bunch of stuff. When when we started this venture, I like put a whole bunch of time into getting the website going and all that, and then I've just been like, I was like, I had all this ambition now. I'm just running it in maintenance mode. And I'd like to spend, I, I guess, be a little more conscious and spend some more time. Like, it's the, there's a whole bunch of little improvements to make. I should probably submit this thing to like Stitcher, and like so people other than people on iTunes should get yeah. to it, and and so just techno stuff like that. But um, as far as comics go, I realize I think my gateway into this world, if you guys want to drag me in, is going to be like childhood cartoons I watched. Yeah, um, the He-Man comic from DC is apparently really good. Yeah, so apparently after I made, it's true, I made, I accidentally made everyone at Matt's party uh, watch the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special, 
Brenton informed me there's some there's some comic with the origin yeah. of Skeletor that's it, cool. with art by um, Philip uh, Tan. No, it's a. Uh, I want to say Francisco Francavilla might be doing it. Really? Or it's someone. It's someone along that lines. I can't remember, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so I want to read. I'm, I'm, I'll look that up. I want to read. Like I can probably make time to read that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, I want to check out the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want to check out the. Apparently, they re- did a reprint of the original. Yeah, they colored. They colored them. I don't think they're on Comicsology. Is that so? Is this like a? Should I like legit not read the color one because it's like? No, like, read bad the, colors like Ted Turner want. like yeah. ruining do, the classics. No. Yeah, we'll uh, figure that. We'll, <laughs> so we should do that on an episode. I'd like to read the. Ninja Turtles with people. Yeah. Because I'm really interested because, hey, I didn't realize this whole parody back, like, origin to it. And also, like, I've been watching the Nickelodeon cartoon, which is really great. It is that good. It is so great. Oh, also, what's awesome about it? Leonardo is a Star Trek fan. Ah. (laughs) And, like, no, they, in the first one, like, they have him watch, he's watching something that's, like, clearly aping the Star Trek animated series. Because it looks exactly the same. Yeah. And it's, like, set in space, whatever. And then, like, a couple episodes later, they have a poster on the wall that is, like, the Star Trek the movie poster, but, like, redone with the fake, because it's, like, this alternate universe oh, show yeah. called Space Heroes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Leonardo is a Trekkie. That's awesome. It is, but, it, yeah, it's it's a really, it's really, really great. Right. Awesome. Well, we have a big year ahead of us. I guess we can keep eating these sandwiches and just go to sleep. Can't you just call your guys? Well, maybe. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah. What was, wait, wait, what was the follow-up plan after they mean? cut the electricity? Well, that we would just do this podcast and spend and time then, together. And spend time together. And, and then... We're spending time together. We've spent a lot of time. And they'll get it going eventually. People guys, are going to need this elevator. Guys, I have to pee. Oh, oh, finally. Thank God. Oh, we're moving. Yeah, we're well, moving. We're, yeah, that worked. I did that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to go see the tree. It does exist. I lied when I said it didn't exist, because it does. So you can follow us on Twitter at, uh, at Brett White, at the Matt Little, at Nicole M. Therese, uh, and at Benzato. You can also go to MattBrettLoveComics.com, where you can find all of our Twitter information. Uh, you can check out our back issues. Happy holidays. We're going to be taking the next couple of weeks off while we just chillax by the fire. Something like that. Uh, yeah, and then we we'll do that by a fire? What? Can you chillax by a fire? Yeah. Well, if it's a contained fire in a chimbley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so keep keep it real. Keep reading things. We'll be back in 2013 with who knows what. The future is wide open. By the way, like, thanks so much for listening through 2012, by the way. Uh, if you guys weren't listening, then there wouldn't be a show. It'd just be us shouting into the ether anyways. Yeah, we would probably still be doing it. We would do it. it, it just wouldn't be a show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this this has been a really awesome motivating factor in continuing to read comics. Thanks for listening. Please get in touch with us more often. Uh, we like yeah. hearing from you guys, and let us know what you want to hear us read. Yeah, tw- we, oh, yeah. We, love, we love suggestions. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I guess uh, I guess until 2013, thanks again for everything. Um, this is Matt. This is Brett. Oh, it's Nicole. Ben. <laughs> and, and Ben thinks comics are okay. Nicole likes comics. Is getting there. No, no, I'm there. No, you're there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. Yeah, Thumbs up. There. We won. And Wait. you're a complete character arc now, right? I liked comics when we started. <laughs> What's happening? Was there ever an... No, I just didn't read that much. Okay. And we love comics. What happened? Uh, that was that a bang? 
I wasn't kidding about the bathroom. 